0: Yo, top of the top, episode eighty-eight, Stash House Podcast. Want to appreciate y'all for listening. This week's podcast going over some things that happened in the news week, also the NBA playoffs, and my thoughts on the whole Tory Med situation. Crazy, crazy scenario. So sit back and enjoy, man. Episode eighty-eight, Stash House Podcast. Salute. Hey, what up, what up, episode 88, Stash House Podcast, your boy Tyler checking in. Appreciate everybody for tuning in, your first time listening. Appreciate you. You tune in weekly, shout out to you. And just an episode you decide to click on, see what I'm talking about. Salute to you also. Like, share, subscribe, retweet. Whatever you do to help support the podcast, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Be sure to follow the podcast, social media pages on Instagram, Stash House Podcast facebook stash house podcast and on twitter at stash house pod keep up all the um, news up-to-date infos on the podcast and everything in between speaking of the podcast man podcast creeping up on 100 episodes already really 100 episodes and the two-year anniversary of the podcast which is crazy to me like i just do this on the fly just Just, you know, just to do and to see what's going on within the past two years, then with the podcast and everything, the love and support and people reaching out. Salute to y'all, man. I got some things in motion for the podcast. Still getting some guests on, man. I know I always say that every now and then, but like I say, man, the way my schedule and how I just operate, I can hit somebody, hey, man, we should do, I should get you on the podcast soon. Yeah, just let me know. And Fuck it. I never let them know. <laughs> so I'm gonna work harder on that and stick to a schedule with that. But I do have some things in motion for the podcast coming up very, very soon. So just pay attention to that, man, and continue to support. In support of all the different creators, man, young creators going on, whether it's podcasting, I saw I've been seeing a lot of different um people just opening up their own businesses getting their license and everything for their businesses salute to that man from food trucks to clothing brands uh, different uh, vendors going around in the city hair salons uh, clothing stores whatever it is man just salute to y'all salute to everybody just pushing forward throughout their job throughout this whole pandemic with everything going on working from home or still having to commute to go to work, like I have been. Just shout out to everybody, man, who just made it through this tough time. I don't want to say well, it's, it's nowhere near over with, but it is getting back to sort of kind of normalcy as of late. I know people still, when you see videos or pictures of large gatherings of people, and a lot of them don't have their face masks on, that is still kind of alarming to me, but... We're not, in August, I can definitely say we're not where we were in March and April. I can I feel comfortable saying that because we can go out to eat comfortably now and, you know what I'm saying, different things are starting to look like how they used to compared to how it was months ago. I see college football, like I said last week, Ohio State, no season. I think they're still trying to fight for it, but, I mean, if they haven't been practicing or nothing like that, I mean, I mean, what's the point of even trying to fight for it at this point? But the SEC, I know, is having college football this year. And they're saying they're going to have, I think, 20 to 25 percent of people in attendance in the stadiums. So that would be good to see. Even though I, I really can't root for nobody, like I'm just really just there to drink, <laughs> drink, eat and enjoy football. It will be good to see some football and to see the crowds in the stands. We've seen how the uh, baseball and the NBA have adopted to not having fans in the crowd. It should be good to see that, though. And football, man, to have crowd attendance, it will be great to see that. And I see with wrestling, they're allowing people to come back in to uh, the venues now. So slowly but surely, man, slowly but surely. So salute to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Still pushing through and continue to stay prayed up throughout this whole situation, man. And speaking of uh pushing through yesterday, I recorded this on Monday, as y'all know. Yesterday, Sunday was the late great Kobe Bryant birthday. He would have been 42 years old. Uh all day, you just saw different tributes to Kobe. Nike released the new commercial dedicated to Kobe who, which was narrated by Kendrick Lamar so that was dope to hear Kendrick and we don't even think about that like I wasn't even thinking about that with like I was throughout everything been going on like Kendrick lost like Mac Nipsey and Kobe so I know we think of these artists as you know what I'm saying larger than life superstars but they go through shit just like us so to hear Kendrick on that Kobe tribute video with Nike that was dope man uh Vanessa Bryant, Kobe's wife, she put a long post on Instagram just basically just telling how much she loved and missed Kobe and Gigi. So, continue continue support for the Bryant family. And once again, man, Pau Gasol, teammate of Kobe Bryant, still just being there for the family. He was out on the boat with them over the weekend, so that just always dope to see Pau Gasol just being around the Bryant family. And the fact that Vanessa continues to post gifts from Powell and pictures of Powell coming over. I guess that relationship was a lot closer than we all thought. You know what I'm saying? I know for a fact I would like to think other players reach out to the family and everything, but the fact that she always posts Powell, that just says something to me personally. I love to see it. So, continued support for the Bryant family. Once again, always rest in peace to the great Kobe Bryant. Um, memories and legacy will forever last and before i get on the topic at hand parents just keep your head up man last week first couple of days monday tuesday wednesday i'll say at least in this area parents were really going through with the virtual learning with the kids man just keep your head up whether it's kindergarten first grade second grade high school shit College students, all y'all just keep your head up, man. This is definitely a different scenario, especially with school, man. Shit, I'll admit, in middle school, bro, I, I could barely stay awake when the science teacher would bring in the TV. You know, in school back in the day, they bring bringing the TV, you think, oh, bet, free day. But in science classes, it'll be all those old videos of scientists talking about stuff in the woods or the different planets. Like, I'm on record saying the only science that really caught my eye in school was forensic science, because that's, like, unsolved mysteries and all that type of stuff. So that's the only science I really enjoyed. I could do the work, but enjoyment-wise, it was just forensic. So everything else, man, with science videos, I could barely stay awake. So I can only imagine sitting in front of a laptop, bro, for hours just watching the teacher it ain't no way I had the patience for it as a student or a parent. So y'all just keep y'all head up, man. I can I know it's difficult. It'll take some getting used to, but I'm not sure if, if it's for Russell County and Muskogee County down here, but I know in a few weeks, students, I, I think Muskogee County, maybe both, I don't know, but I think Muskogee County, their students are going back to school in a couple of weeks. So hopefully, you know what I'm saying? With safety precautions and everything that could be good because bro just the way people was talking last week about this virtual learning and how different teachers are reacting and how students are reacting to it oh man i could only imagine what that what that's like bro like for real for real <laughs> but y'all just keep your heads up with that also man y'all please be alert for my people down in the Gulf Coast area Uh, Hurricane Marco and Hurricane Laura, a rare back-to-back landfall of hurricanes. Uh, Marco should be first Tuesday near uh, Louisiana. And Laura should be coming during the middle of the week near Louisiana and the Texas coast. So y'all just be alert with that. I think my people down near Mobile area, Mississippi, Louisiana, y'all just be on alert about that. Two back-to-back hurricanes this week. Hopefully, you know, they die down before they make landfall. But we know the history of hurricanes. So y'all just be on alert with that, man. Take the precaution that you need to take. And I do want to get this out the way. I wasn't going to speak about this personally because y'all know how I feel about certain news and everything and dealing with the podcast. But I do got to mention this, man. Um, Tory Lanez and the the Stallion situation last week. Meg got on Instagram Live, I believe, and basically came out and said uh, Tory Lanes was her shooter. If you don't know the story, basically Tory. Long story short, because I just see what's going on on social media. Long story short, Teg and uh, not Teg, <laughs> uh Meg and Tory was out at uh, I guess Kylie Jenner house or whatever. They was on Instagram Live in the pool together, whatever. whatever. Fast forward, news came out. Tory and Med was arrested. Tori had a gun on him. I think the news came out that Med was hurt. And I think she said it was glass. So it was like, okay, cool, whatever, glass. Then she came out, then the news came out that she was shot. And like I said, Tori was arrested with a gun. So people, all them, I I ain't gonna lie. All them, when I heard, okay, she got shot and everybody was like, yeah, Tory shot her. I was like, damn, Tori shot Med? Like, like I'm thinking, okay, it's common news that Okay, Tory shot Meg, but I guess it was still speculation, whatever. She got on Instagram, said, basically said, "Tory, you shot me, whatever, whatever. And let that be what it is. The court need to handle that. Of course, Tory, a piece of shit for shooting a woman. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of the situation, you should not be shooting a woman. That just doesn't make sense. Like, I don't know the full story, but I just know that for a fact. A man should not be shooting a woman. Like, that's just common knowledge. Um, but, like I said, let the courts handle that. Whatever the situation may be, let the courts handle it. But on Friday, from her saying that, the narrative on Twitter then became, because I know how Twitter just takes shit and make a whole topic about it. It came to the situation of black men not protecting black women. And uh, I'm just going to speak on it real quick. Uh like I said, do not invest so much in these celebrities, man. Um, of course, y'all know I like to talk about music on the podcast, but I'm greatly aware of the artists I talk about. Like I'm a huge Wayne fan, forever a huge Wayne fan. I'm not blind to the interviews of how Wayne's speaking about different social issues that people always pick at him about. I'm very aware of those interviews. I'm a I'm a, a huge Gucci fan. I do not forget the story of Gucci throwing a woman out of his car or whatever the story was back in the day. I'm not blind to the tweets he said about women back in the day. It's artists all around the board, whether you want to go from drug dealing to whatever, man, I'm not blind to it, but I don't invest that much in artists. Like if if Wiz come out and say, like, Wiz did some wild shit, I'd be like, damn, Wiz, the chillest dude ever. Like, he, if it was something like that, then I'd be shocked. But I am shocked about this, that Tory would shoot a woman. You know what I'm saying? Nonetheless, Matt the Stallion. But women, I do want to just let you guys know, man, men, we are still out here protecting y'all. Now, have I did some foul shit to women over the years? Of course. I'm not saying I'm this 10s, all-around-the-board type of guy. I'm sure you can find women out there that say, yeah, Tyler, he... I ain't do no fuck, though. In my opinion, it wasn't nothing foul to the point of I'm they traumatized or nothing like that. I wouldn't think. But have I did some foul shit? Of course. Have I... Uh, have I fell back on situations and went ghost or something like that? Of course. I'm. It'll be real. You'll be... You'll have a huge task in your hand to find any man who can say... Yeah, for however many years I've been on earth, I can say I've did everything right. And for some reason, karma just hits me. No, we all done something we ashamed of. We've all done something we ashamed of. But you got to know your limits, man. I would never put my hands on a woman. I would never call a woman out her name. And I damn sure would never shoot a woman. So, Tori Made great music, had the easily the biggest come up in the quarantine and easily the biggest fall off in the quarantine, man. I mean, it's just some shit you just can't do, fam. Nah, he's not the first artist who's had issues with women to this extent. Well, not shooting a woman, but, you know, y'all know what I'm getting at. He's not the first artist. Can he come back from it? Who knows? I'm not the one to speak on that. But you can't shoot a woman man like I'm not into the social media shit like to dig in like I ain't on no shade room looking at I'm just seeing what pop up on my timeline whenever it pops up and like I say with stuff like that just let the courts handle it and I told my homegirl last week with Meg and like when it comes to Meg I feel like Meg just needs to dip just isolate herself for a minute and I get it it's the music business you gotta keep the ball moving but within the past two years man Meg has been through a lot, both good and bad. Right when she starts to get the recognition and blow up, I got, I think the first episode I talked about Meg was my March Madness episode. March Madness episode from last year, because that's one of my best episodes because I'm talking about concerts and shit. That's when I first started talking about Meg. So let's say from March of last year to now, she's easily one of the, um, Highest stream, most successful artist, nonetheless, women artist out today. And as soon as she was blowing up, her mom passed, and then she kept on going. Like her mom passed, she went ducked off for a couple days, and she's back at it with another record. Then this whole thing with her and people she dating all in the spotlight it's a lot to take in man it's a lot to take in number one records with cardi with beyonce it's a lot to take in within just a year and a half so i think meg should isolate herself man she really hasn't had the time to breathe yet being a new artist at that it's not like she's been around for a while on this level that she's at and can just be like okay cool let me chill I can come back. They know how I operate, like how cold. We know cold just chilling. We know Kendrick just chilling. I think she needs to get to the point of her career where she could just chill for a minute because she just constantly, this during the quarantine. It's not like she's been out touring or nothing like that. Matter of fact, she has a um, virtual concert coming up, actually. But I think May just needs to relax a bit. It's a lot to take in, man. It's a lot to take in from blowing up to mom passing, to hit records with Beyonce and Cardi, to not this situation with Tori, man. I would personally love for her to just relax for her mental state, man, not from a fan standpoint. Like, for her mental state, man, you you might want to relax a little bit. Because I can imagine how it is getting shot by somebody that you was, you know what I'm saying, seeing like that. Like, fam, how can you go out in public? And have the same mindset of, okay, I feel safe. And again, man, come back to where is security throughout all these situations, man. Like Artists need to know, man, you're not immune to security. You can have security. We're not judging you for having security. They're there to protect you. Like Feet the Sense said, man, the security is there to protect me from the other people, not the fans from me. The security is there to protect... Y'all, for me, <laughs> like, so, I don't know, man, pressed to everybody involved, man, like I said, Tory, you got, me, and we just got to think harder, man, like, have I looked at myself and said, Tyler, you know, you could have did, you could have handled that a different way, of course, but then again, my situation is kind of a 50-50 thing, y'all, so I'm not going to just sit here and just act like I'm just full of shit now. But that's a story for another day. But Tori, man, you got to think, man, about your family, your kid. Man, you just. And then it was like he just got out of a record deal, bruh. This man with quarantine radio, he's in his prime damn near. He just got out of a record deal. He went independent, started quarantine radio, getting bash from YouTube, bruh. The way the people in the industry talking about how Tory Lanez' bag was after the quarantine radio and shit, I wouldn't even leave the house. Like, yeah, think about it. We in quarantine already. Why are you even out? I would be in the house just. Keep on doing quarantine radio. Going about my business, bro. And him not thinking for that slight second or however long it was, whatever the, the situation was, however long it lasted, for him to just go off the meter that quick, With a gun, fam. Come on, man. At that point, bro, you can tell. I can say, bro, just pull over. Let me walk. I'll Uber somewhere or something. If we arguing in the car, wherever it was that led up to it, if we arguing whatever, like, fam, pull over. Let me walk, man. I'll catch an Uber. I'll see y'all later, bro. Why you even got a gun? (laughs) Why you at Kylie Jenner house with a gun, bro? And my biggest thing, I ain't want to say it because I don't want to be that guy. But what the fuck with Travis Scott during all this, bro? Travis Scott and Tory had some beef in the past. Why is Tory over Travis Scott, baby mama, career, bro? That's all I really want to know, bro. I ain't going to lie. Me being a fan, I knew, I was like, wait a minute. Bro and bro had an issue. Why is bro over? But like I said, man, prayers for everybody involved. Black women, man, just know we are here for y'all. Black men, we are here for y'all. We are protecting y'all. It's a thin thin line between real life and Twitter, uh, the Twitter timeline, man. That's where I really, like, Friday I woke up and I saw that, bro, on Twitter all throughout the timeline. Black men not protecting black women. I was like, fam, some of y'all have boyfriends. Some of y'all have husbands. How can y'all really say that, man? You know what I'm saying? Y'all have close friends who are black men. How can y'all really sit up here and say that, man, because of one idiot shooting a woman, bro? Like don't run with Twitter logic every chance you can get, bro. I say, I treat social media like an iced tea. Like iced tea tweeted years ago. I never forget this tweet Ice-T had tweeted. I get on social media, look at I'm basically paraphrasing. Get on social media, find some funny videos, keep up to date with sports, talk a little shit, then boom, I'm back to real life. That's all social media is there for you. You to get on, see some shit, talk a little shit. It just go back to your real life, man. Because real life is not on Twitter, bro. You know what I'm saying? like. So, black women, just know we're here for y'all. We protect y'all. We stand with y'all. Through thinking thin. Y'all are our strength forever. And, man, any woman that felt like I did some foul shit to them, I apologize once again. Cause we all done it before. I mean, it's not like everybody was out saying, "Yeah, I mean, we all goody goody." So I don't know why y'all saying that. Black men, we know we did some foul shit before. You know what I'm saying? Black men, we all know we did some foul shit before. But it's not like it's not like the way it was painted to be on on Twitter Friday, bro. And that really did kind of. I ain't gonna say it, it hurt me to see that, but it did make me think, like, damn. You know what I'm saying? We got to do better, man. We got to step up. And uh, Tory, man, like I said, you just you got to hold that L, bro. But like I said, you got to let the courts play it out with Meg and Tory. I mean, two young stars, man. I, I just think Meg need to just relax for a minute, isolate herself, have, get some time to think, man. Like the, the spotlight got on her kind of quick, and it hasn't been let off yet. So I think she just need to isolate herself. Tori, just stay prayed up. I mean, that's all I can really say. For your family's sake, just stay prayed up and we'll see where this goes. All right, so the NBA playoffs, man, in full effect. Been some great basketball being played, some great series matchups in the first round. Shout-out to the virtual crowds, man. I've been seeing Lil Wayne in a few games during the virtual crowd. I saw Peyton Manning. And, of course, man, the NBA just always knows what to do, it seems like. I love the fact that they have family members involved. I think the Phoenix Suns, before the playoffs, Phoenix Suns had their family send videos introducing the starting lineups. And even in the virtual crowds, you see different family members uh, the Curry family and everything, and different people, kids or whatever. So that's dope to see, man. And uh, being that, like I said, they're in the bubble in Orlando, you know, uh, face-to-face interaction has been very, very limited with players and family members. So that's dope to see. Uh, but in terms of the NBA playoffs, my prediction's been way off, <laughs> at least for the first round. I mean, it's still early. It's still early, so who knows what can happen. Uh, I'm recording this even before the first game on Monday. So by the time you hear this, some of these series uh, standings or series uh, numbers would be different. But first, Boston has swept Philly 4-0. I think I had that series going to 6. Boston way at least. At least I got that right, but they swept Philly 4-0. Toronto swept Brooklyn four zero. I think that ha- I think I had that series going to five. Uh, so yeah, Toronto swept Brooklyn four zero. And the next uh, the next round it will be Boston versus Toronto. So that should be a great series. Not sure when that series is going to start because this is full March Madness mode. It's like every other day you're playing the game. So. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more, so I don't know when this series is going to start because it looks like, at least out of the West, it's still more games to go, but the East may wrap up kind of quick. Uh, so that's next series, Toronto versus Boston. Milwaukee leads Orlando 2-1. They play today, so by the time you hear this, it'll be a different uh, different number. But for at the moment, Milwaukee leads Orlando 2-1. Miami leads, Indiana 3-0. They also play today, so by the time you hear this, that series may have been swept or Indiana may get one on the board. Uh, The Lakers leads Portland 2-1. Shout out to my Lakers. The Clippers are tied with Dallas 2-2. A great game yesterday that I'm going to talk about. Utah defeated, not Utah defeated, Utah leads Denver 2-1. And Houston leads OKC 2-1. So, like I said, man, it looks like Miami may sweep uh, Indiana. We already had two sweeps in the East. And Milwaukee, I think they're trying to get rid of Orlando. They don't want to stick around with Orlando too much longer. But in the West, kind of going as I planned, I had every game in the West going to 7. Not sure if that's going to happen, but at least it's still on par with what I predicted. And like I said yesterday, man, with the Clippers versus Dallas, man. Luca just I mean, he's been on the scene. He, he's just, it's just his second year. But he's been on the scene since his rookie year. And yesterday was probably like his coming out party, man, especially in playoff games. Cause he didn't make the playoffs last year. So yesterday, man, he just went berserk on the Clippers. Nobody could stop him. And to the Clippers uh credit, man, Lou Williams coming off the bench. He just—he's comfortable in that role of being the sixth man. He's probably the greatest sixth man in NBA history. I can stand on that. Lou Williams is probably the greatest sixth man in NBA history. And Kawhi Leonard showed up, but you know who didn't show up? Paul George, playoff P. Paul George hasn't showed up none this series. Kawhi Leonard could have came to the Lakers. I would have—I would have opened the door for Kawhi Leonard to come to the Lakers. I would have went to Atlanta, got on a plane. I would have took a plane from Columbus <laughs> to Los Angeles just to open the door for Kawhi Leonard to walk into Staples Center. And I'd be back on my way. But he went to Clippers, and Paul George has been a no-show. Uh, Soon, I, I, I'm going to give him one more game because the series is tied now, so... The next game is big, especially for the Clippers, because you got people saying the Clippers going to take it all this year. So the fact that they tied 2-2, Paul George, game five, you better show up. You better show up. I'm telling you, they're going to be on you. Uh, And the funny thing about Luca game was in game three, Montrez Harold took shots at Luka. Uh, basically... He rebound Like he rebound You know a good little Aggressive rebound and put back And when the camera cut to him, You could t- You could see him Telling uh Luca, Uh Whatever White boy Which was kind of Ironic to me Because Like the players Like this whole The NBA With the Black Lives Matter Movement And you know what I'm saying Everybody is supposed to be You know At peace But Throughout these past couple of games, I saw one, Orlando, and uh, Milwaukee players got into it. I mean, it's basketball. People going to get into it. You're going to say words and stuff like that. But the fact that he said that to Luca, then he flopped when Luka uh, got a rebound or something. He flopped. And then Luca like, stop flopping. And he was like, "What you say? Watch your mouth." Then the fact Luca came out yesterday and had a crazy game and hit the game winner in overtime like he did yesterday, that's just signs of a cold-blooded killer. You know what I'm saying? When you got when you talk trash to a guy like Luca, you get up all in his face and all that. He come back and have a game like that and hit the game winner. That just signs of a cold-blooded killer to me. That's something Kobe would do. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, you go talk. All right. You guard he had Kawhi guarding him also. He still was uh he still was delivering, Luca was. So shout to Luca, man. He just went crazy. And Porzingis been out with a right knee soreness or something like that, they said. Right knee soreness. So Porzingis wasn't even in the game yesterday. So Luca's definitely he he out here now. You can say top five in the league now. That's a great debate to have. I mean, he showed me in the playoffs. He's showing me, and like I said, Paul George, Game Five, you better show up. I'm telling you, I am. I'm telling y'all, bro. This is this man's career at stake, cause Lou will ball, and I'm sure Lou will is comfortable coming off the bench. But I'm sure Doc Rivers be like, Yo, Paul, if you ain't giving me nothing, fam, we got Lou Williams. He can give me. He Lou will can go out and give you 20 off real easily. A quick 20 for Lou Williams ain't nothing. So, Paul George better step it up, man, or they definitely going to be on his ass. You can believe that. Uh, my Lakers, man, I love what I saw from my Lakers on Saturday night. I love it. It wasn't a do-or-die game for us, but with this, I just want to see how the Lakers react game by game. You know what I'm saying? Because Dame is Dame Lilla. Melo went crazy. As a basketball lover and a Lakers fan, I was finding myself saying, okay, give them, excuse me, give it to Melo. Melo couldn't miss, bro. He was heating up. He was comfortable with Bron guarding him, man. I love to see that. I love to see that. That was a great game Saturday. Um LeBron just doing what LeBron do, man. I I said I wasn't I wasn't concerned about LeBron going into this series. I was concerned about AD and our role players. Mostly because they're trying to shoot threes like they Golden State during that era of Golden State. I'm like, fam, we don't need to shoot all these. If we're shooting five from 30-something for three, we don't need to be shooting that many threes at all. Get AD in the paint. Get AD mid-range. Kuzma, you get open, you cut. KCP, you just do something. Danny Green, you just do something. I don't think Deion Waiter's been in as much. Caruso, you make things happen. JaVel McGee, Dwight Howe, y'all getting them rebounds. LeBron go facilitate. LeBron, it be certain times throughout his whole career, I say LeBron. Facilitating is great. We love to facilitate. We love to assist. We love the triple doubles. We love the double doubles. But fam, you a freak of nature. If you got CJ McCullough on you, if you got Melo on you, if you got Dame on you, take it to the paint. If you in transition, And nobody seems to stop you. You are a running fullback in the NBA. Just take that shit straight to the hole, man. Dunk that bitch or get an and one or something, man. Draw a foul. And that what they showed Saturday, man. Like the assertiveness, the aggressiveness. I enjoyed it, man. I definitely enjoyed it. Anthony Davis like looking real comfortable now in this situation. Like I said last week, man. This whole situation is different. No fans. No momentum for real. Like, the momentum is there, but but you can go on a good little like the Dallas Mavericks did. You can go on a 15-0 run, but in your home arena in the playoffs, a 15-0 run there is a lot different than it is in the empty gym. You know what I'm saying? But Lakers look real comfortable. I love the way they're playing. That's how they're supposed to play. That's how they're supposed to play, man. But. Uh, The biggest thing for me, Dame Lillard's still a killer. We still got to control that <laughs> motherfucker, bro. We still got to control Dame. If he go out and get 30, 35, whatever, we got to just live with it. But don't let nobody else get Don't let Melo go crazy. Don't let CJ McCullough go crazy. Don't let Nurkic go crazy. We just got to hold them boys, man. It's a seven-game series. We just up 2-1. You know what I'm saying? The job... Job ain't finished like Kobe said, man. Job not done yet. We can't get hype over this great Saturday night game. We still got to go out, get two more W's, bro. So that's all I'm focused on right now, bro, Just getting them two more W's, and we go to the next round. I think next round we either play OKC or Houston, whoever win that series. That's what we got next, but we can't look to that yet. We got to finish off Portland, because them boys some killers also, man. But my biggest takeaway so far, man, from the playoffs, I'm interested to see how throughout the playoffs how everything is going to be. Because like I say, man, you playing every other day. A team is playing every other day, man. So if I got a game today, Tuesday, if I got a game today, I got a game Thursday, then I got a game Saturday. You know what I'm saying? So I wonder how fatigue is going to play a role throughout these playoffs. And a seven game series. I saw somebody say before the playoffs started, hopefully, uh, this will show that we don't need seven game series. I kind of see what they mean now, bro, because these every, at least because these every other day, I can't remember before were they every other day for the playoffs. I feel like you may get two days off. I may be wrong in that, but. It just feels like straight up every other day. It, it, it is every other day. You know what I'm saying? You're playing. So I wonder how fatigue is going to play a role, man, with these playoffs moving forward. That's really my biggest takeaway so far. Of course, every year this happens. I don't know why every year this happens, but after just game one, people up in a roar about certain things, or game two, it's a seven-game series. I get it. You got to win four. But it's a seven-game series. Like, I am I get it, game one is game one. But at the same time, like, fans, sometimes people take a little bit overboard with their thoughts and everything. But, like I said, man, it's been great ball so far, man. I'm not mad. I've been enjoying it. I'm glad my Lakers are trying to get back into their zone because I'm. I'm still nervous about Portland, man. Like I said, for the West, I hate every game going to seven. Uh, We have one series tied and three at 2-1. But like I said, by the time you guys hear this, it'll be a totally different scenario. Uh, But yeah, man, it's all going in the NBA playoffs. I'm not mad at anything that's been going on with the NBA playoffs. I've been thoroughly enjoying the first round so far. I really can't. There's no complaints, really. So (laughs) yeah, just stay tuned to the NBA playoffs. Hey, I want to appreciate y'all for tuning in. This has been episode 88 of Stash House Podcast. Make sure you guys go out. Have a great work week, a great week in general. All my people in school, have a great week, whether it's in person or virtual. Catch you guys here same time next week. Keep me in prayers. I'll do the same for y'all. Salute. Salute.